What is up, everybody? This is Chris. And this is Oscar. And welcome to Lost in Comics. Lost in Comics issue 77. We are just getting them out the way, man. We're on the way to 100 almost. And uh, like we always do, guys, right now on this video, hit that thumbs up or down, whatever. But hit that thumbs up for sure so that we it helps us out. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, I don't know what the heck you're waiting for, but get to it. And, uh, you know, stay current with everything we got going on with Lost in Comics. So, uh, yeah. That's right. You can also hear us on podcast form, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, many more. Anywhere you get your podcast, guys. For everyone listening to our podcast and you can't see us, we are not crazy when we're talking to people in the chat. When we mention people like Comic Burrito, those are people in the chat. Uh, so, you know, just keep that in mind if you're listening on, on audio. We are a live YouTube channel, so we are having a live show. And you should join us on YouTube every single Thursday. But, yeah, that's that's what's going on. We got and, a lot of stuff planned today, Oscar. Yeah, we do, man. We got a, we're going to start off to give you a little bit of a new comic book day taste right up the front. When we get started, we're going to get into the disappointment of the week. And we got comic news. We got a, we got a guest on for the news today. And uh, then we're going to get into new comic book day. And then we're going to finish it off with a little discussion of of, uh, of a poll we put out this past week. And then finish it up with the bottom of the stack. That's right. And that'll be the show. <laughs> That's right, man. But before we get too far, before you get ahead of yourself there, uh, we That's just right. want to make sure that we, uh, we thank our sponsor for issue 77 of Lost in Comics. And that is Scout Comics, home to some of our favorite comics here at Lost in Comics, including books like The Recount from Jonathan Hedrick. Head over to scoutcomics.com, use code LOSTIN, that's L-O-S-T-N, all caps lock, and receive 10% off all single issues, back issues, trades, and slabbed books. Oh, man, how are you doing? Thing, I am doing, I'm doing well. I, I had a little pre-Lost in Comics nap a little while ago when Did I got really? up. <laughs> yeah, man, I was like super groggy and tired and I had to take a shot, you know, I'm <laughs> just but I'm up, I'm up and ready, man. I'm ready to get lost in some comics today. So how are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a good week. Uh, that's good, man. I'm glad. And my internet's decent right now, so that's that's a plus. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm glad. What are you doing changing angles there, bro? I just saw the side <laughs> of your face, man. Nobody's ever seen the side of your face. Yeah, I know. I was trying to hide my blemishes here, man. <laughs> oh man let's let's say hi to some people in the chats we let's thank you it. guys for joining us on a beautiful thursday lost in comics thursday we got hayner he's ready to rumble who else we got 
We got Tyra in the house. What is up? up? What is up? Grabs. Grabs. Jim. Adam. 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 Them look like some new haircuts on those pics. That's right, brother. That's right. <laughs> L, what is up, L? Thanks for joining. Thanks for jumping in the chats. And I'm always scared I'm gonna miss somebody. There we go. I'm always scared too, man. Burrito. <laughs> burrito. Let's see here. Let's see. About to eat us a burrito. Else? Anybody else? Ah, burrito sounds good right now. I haven't eaten. Uh, oh, I saw Johnny Fitz in the house. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, Jorge. Aren... How do you say that? Ariano. 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 Uh, what is up, man? What's up, Jorge? Johnny Fitz in the house. And uh... <laughs> we got to catch him before he takes off, man. I know. Adam says hello. <laughs> Goodbye, Fitz. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Uh, that's it, man. I, I'm excited yeah. about this show, Oscar. Man, we got we got yeah. a lot of stuff planned, um, and we got we're gonna hit them right away, right? Right away, right away. So right off the bat, we are starting, guys. This episode of issue seventy seven is issue seventy seven of Lost in Comics with oh, some yeah. new comic book day talk, and we're gonna get right into our yeah. disappointment of the week yeah. for this new comic book day. We're gonna begin with you, Oscar. All right. Well, you know, because uh, this is going to be kind of uh, kind of crazy because I, uh, I I know what your picks are, like your regular your regular Ooh. middle picks. And it so happens that your your one of your picks is my disappointment mm. of the week. Oh, can, man. Can we ever see eye to eye? Can we that's, ever? <laughs> that's all right. I, I mean, I mean, you know, let, let's let's see if I can convince you to remove your book. OK, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not happening. bro. Uh, I'm going to try my best. So. My disappointment of the week, guys, is Future State, Gotham. Oh, <laughs> already, man. Yeah, already. So, already. Uh, it's the Hunt, uh, Hunt the Batman Part Two, Death by Family. Writer is Josh Williamson and Dennis Culver. Art by Giannis. I'm not even going to pr- try to pronounce that last name. And then the letters uh, A L W's Troy Pateri. Um, so, my issue with this book. <laughs> I don't like the black and white. Uh, after yeah. issue one, I didn't mean I didn't even mean to get this, but I I couldn't remember if I even liked it or not, so I picked it up. And I, as soon as I opened it, I instantly remembered I don't like it. So uh, I just don't enjoy the black and white. Uh, the story itself is cool, but for me, I guess because the the colors aren't there, I was I was uh, it's a bit hard for me to follow art wise, which I guess impacts the story for me. Mm. Um, so if you don't know what's going on, Red Hood is working for the magistrate, but he's under uh, spoiler alert. He's undercover as at Bruce's request uh, in his issue. In this issue, he takes on some of the Bat family and walks away with ease pretty much, which I didn't like. I mean, he went up against most of the Bat and he's just like nothing like I don't believe that crap. So uh, and then uh, the issue now the issue end with the new Batman showing up at the back at the Blackgate pen while red hood is there and they instantly go to fight it out. Yeah. Uh, my problem, my problem with it is, is uh, I'm yet to see this new Batman, uh, how this new Batman can go against the top bat family members. Right. I just, I just find it hard to believe they, they want to sell us this book on this belief that this new Batman can hang. Uh, then stop wasting my time with this second son story you mentioned last week. That was it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, get yeah. me get me into some real backstory. Otherwise, all these stories just don't do it for me. Uh, in the in the backstory of this comic, the uh, the cavalry, which is written by John Riley, art by uh, Oliver Coipel. I don't know. It was uh, it was better. Uh, the main story to me was uh, was better than the main story, but still same issue with uh, 
with uh, Tim Fox, right? Jace uh, being being his uh, being this badass Batman. Art was good, even though it was black and white. I still I feel like it was a better black and white than the main story because the the main story is kind of whitewashed, I think. But uh, anyways, that's that's what it is for me. Uh, I just I you know, and then for those of you that haven't read, right? Uh, could uh, well, I'll save this for when we talk when we talk later. But this back this back part, I'll talk about it later. I guess since it's going to be come up again. But yeah, that's my disappointment of the week. Not to be long winded, but. I just long, don't. You're long-winded, bro. I just, I just don't get this book, man. I, I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. So, what's your well, disappointment? First off, I got I mean, this is a book that I want to talk about. Should I talk about it now, or should I wait till I talk about let's, it in a little bit? Let's wait. Let's wait. Just remember okay. that it, I'll remind you that it was my disappointment. Everybody, yeah, keep in mind that this was Oscar's disappointment of the week, yeah. and we're gonna we'll we'll talk about this in a little bit. All I gotta say about your date, bro, is this. <laughs> some good stuff for <laughs> all right so uh <laughs> my disappointment of the week y'all is this book right here can you see that uh, yeah yeah maniac of new york issue number five yeah uh and basically you know my whole thing about this this issue man uh of course this is uh, aftershock comics written by elliot callan and art by andrea muti but but this start this series started off so well, and there was uh, so much intrigue with it. This is the story of Harry, uh, the maniac of New York, who, if you guys know, he's basically like Jason from Friday the 13th. He's haunting the streets and trains of New York City. Um, the city adopts all these rules and restrictions that are put in place to protect the city from Harry. But little emphasis is put on actually stopping uh, Harry, right, and catching yeah. him. Um, so, you know... What I just told you right there, that was the best parts of the story. The problem with that is that all those things happened in the first three issues, right? It laid that great yeah. groundwork. And then I felt like issues four and five really dropped off for me. Um, this issue five, it felt like it was laying more groundwork for the second arc than it was actually doing something to really capture me and, and want me to read the second arc. Um, I felt like the whole thing ended in issue four, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah. I, And we say this quite a bit. When you begin a comic series as a creator, right? You gotta you gotta hit a have a gut gut punch, right? You gotta hit them in the gut. Uh, you gotta get people in, and you gotta do the same thing when you end an arc because you gotta get people yeah. ready for the next arc, right? If they're gonna stay in on that. Um, so for me, it was very lackluster, um, very uh, very poor conclusion to the issue. And if you're not totally into this, there's a good chance you may not pick up the next arc, which is coming in 2022. So it was a disappointment of the week for me. Unfortunately, it's an indie book, so I don't know. I have to agree with you. Uh, it was a little. It wasn't as disappointing to, as it was as Gotham was for me. But uh, I have to agree, man. I, I kind of felt like they should have really like punched us in the face, you know, with yeah, with wanting more. And I didn't get that either. I, was, I even when I finished that story, I was like, man, do I even want to get the next arc? You know, because yeah, I feel like there was too. still so many un unanswered questions. Too many, I think, for a first arc. Yeah. You know that. But yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely, man. Awesome. Well, there's our disappointments of the week, guys. Stay tuned for more new comic book talk after we have a little talk with a creator and after we have some comic book news. We are going to get into our picks of the week and also some discussions on other comics Heck yeah. that came out this week. But before we do that, it's time to get into some news. What's up? Some news, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
you know, there there's a few creators, Oscar, that we here at Lost in Comics will die on the hill with, right? Uh, no matter what they release, we will pick up their books, we will pick up that series, and with That's good true. reason. You know, the quality of the storytelling is, or their art is to our standards, it's the highest, right? Um, and one of these creators is a friend of the channel, and he is here to tell us about his new comic from Source Point Press, Suicide jo Jockeys. Welcome to the show, friend of the channel. What's, What's going on? Friend of the channel. It's uh, I'm the third disappointment of the week, right? No way. Hate for you to hear all that stuff, Ryland. You know, we, as a creator, you know, we we hate to have you around when we when we blast some of these books, but you know, it is what it is, I, man. So, some books have to get blasted, you know. If you're not, uh, That's right. I mean, I I don't I haven't read those books, but uh, you you make a convincing case, and uh, in terms of uh. Uh, you know, your structure, uh, writing commentary, it's right on, you know, you gotta, um, you know, I think you have to hit, you have to hit people in the face twice an issue and yep. you, you know, you get, you get to the end of that arc and you gotta kick them in the fucking balls, you know? That's right. Um, yeah. and so if you're not doing that, you're not doing your job. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's on us. And that's why we love your books, man. Cause they, <laughs> you kick it's... us right in the balls. <laughs> yeah. We've been kicked several kicks times. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I swing a heavy bat with some of those, but, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm coming in hot with Suicide Jockeys, um, yeah, and so Suicide Jockeys is, uh, as you mentioned, it is going to be released by so uh, Source Point Press in August. It hit previews this month, so you can go down to your local comic shop and order it, uh, right the fuck now. Put it on your pull list. Do all that stuff. Um, the first arc is four issues, and then, uh, you know, we'll see how we're sitting there, and if we're gonna do more, we definitely kind of. You know, set up this world where we could do a hundred arcs if we want to, and um, so it's a it's a tokusatsu joint. Um, tokusatsu for the uninitiated is um, it is the Japanese uh, sci-fi action genre that includes stuff like Voltron and Power Rangers and uh, nice. kaiju uh, you know kaiju stories like uh, Godzilla and and the like. And so um, yeah, our story is um, I guess best described quickly described as um, Voltron meets Fast and the Furious. Uh, um, it is, you know, it's a story about a group of kind of drunken hoodlums that, uh, that fight monsters. So the suicide jockeys, uh, um, they are a poor, usually drunken, almost certainly mentally ill crew of monster fighting taken, air, uh, aircraft pilots. And, um, yeah, they, um, uh, 10 years ago, there was this mission that, you know, I, t 10 years ago, they were like at the height of their game. They were like the baddest, you know, crew in the, uh, in the game. Uh, but then this mission goes horribly wrong. They lose one of their own um, and it kind of fractures the group. And so we meet them 10 years later. Everybody's off in their own ugly corners. Um, and uh, somebody sort of uh, comes in with an opportunity to kind of right that wrong from 10 years ago. And so they have to kind of pick themselves up off the uh, proverbial and literal floors uh, and sort of come back together as a team, as a family and sort of uh, uh, fix this thing that they you know, sort of broke uh, 10 years ago. So. That's, That's awesome, a short dude. and skinny. And yeah. this, uh, this, the, the, is this story idea something that you developed, or is it something that SourcePoint uh, came to you and asked you to develop the story type of thing? No, I brought a finished book to SourcePoint. You know, SourcePoint. Okay. Um, nice. I have been looking for a little while uh, for kind of a new comic home, um, and I, I love SourcePoint. I mean, I've um, uh, they put out high quality books. Um, you know, they're they're kind of known as 
you know, among creators as kind of tastemakers, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bad comparison considering the history, but it's almost like uh, Miramax in the 90s where they're just kind of throwing 100 miles an hour and putting out like good, you know, kind of ch- yeah. uh, intellectually challenging indie books. And so that felt right to me. Um, and, you know, they have a huge convention uh, presence and um, actually met all the SourcePoint guys at the uh, Ringo uh, Awards uh, about a year and a half ago when I when I won for Aberrant. And, um, you know, they were just awesome. And uh, so it was a matter of time before I did I did something with them. And so, so yeah, and, and so I bought them a finished book. And yeah, this was a book that I actually, um, I had been wanting to do a, uh, a tokusatsu book for a while. And, um, and, and, and that is a weird story. Um, so I think I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, uh, I've, I've tried to explain this without going too far into it, but I am an ordained Soto Zen Buddhist monk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we could talk for hours about that. I don't need to, it's weird. It's crazy, but it, it, it is, you know, it basically means I, I teach meditation to people, but Soto Zen is from Japan. Um, and so because of, of, of my, you know, 15 years of hardcore Zen practice, I have all these weird Japanese connections. And so I co-created this book with a guy named Brad Warner, who is another Soto Zen Buddhist monk. But uh, Brad Warner is a pretty noteworthy author. He um, uh, he's a, a Zen author, but he was a punk rocker who moved to Japan and um, and and sort of started studying Zen. But he wrote this book, Hardcore Zen, which has sold like probably a couple hundred thousand copies at this point, which is kind of nice. the if you're interested in Zen at all, particularly what American Zen is like right now, hardcore Zen is great. And he did about a dozen books, uh, sit down and shut up. It's another great one. That's great art on that one. But anyway, so Brad is like a noteworthy author in himself, but his other claim to fame is he spent about a dozen years in Japan uh, working as a producer and, and an executive for a company called Zubraya Productions, which um, they may, uh, it was founded by the man who created Godzilla. And they they make dozens of uh, tokusatsu TV shows. They are best known for doing all the Ultraman shows. So Brad worked for a dozen years as a producer on Ultraman, and so he is kind of our tokusatsu expert, you know. So um, so I I have the American action, you know. If this is Fast and the Furious meets Voltron, I have the American action movie uh, uh, thing covered. I've actually I've written for directors of six of the nine uh, Fast and the Furious movies at this point, so I have that covered. Awesome. Brad is making sure the Tokusatsu fans get a uh, um, a uh, you know authentic experience, and so yeah, we kind of conceived this thing together, and um, and it's it's pretty badass, and it's pretty bonkers, and it's pretty balls to the walls, and um, you know if you're familiar with my stuff, like um you know I usually throw 100 miles an hour, and we're throwing 120 miles an hour here, mm-hmm. like uh, you know uh, uh, you know telling uh, playing with time, playing with unreliable narrators, and point of view, and experimental elements, and all that stuff, so. Uh, this is like a fucking asteroid coming in at, you know, Mach 6 about ready to just, you know, hit center mass. So it's yeah, fine. I have no doubt, dude. I mean, that that is one thing about Ryland's writing Oscar, right? I mean, I think we can both vouch yeah. for like Banjax. You know, we we're talking about the disappointment of the week at the beginning. You know, when a, when a series starts to venture off in the last two issues and just kind of, you know, it feels like it's just, chug, you know, barely chugging along. I think, here you go, Banjax. <laughs> I mean, talk about awesome. being you know, kicked in the balls, you know, hundred miles an hour, <laughs> yeah. uh, each issue, dude, that that's what Ryland does, man. And, and I've, I've witnessed that every book I've read aberrant, you know, Banjax, uh, the jump issue, number one, um, uh, all of it, you know, uh, peacekeepers, uh, all of it. So, <laughs> you know, speaking on, speaking of the jump, what do we got 
what do we got? Uh, we got any news on the? I saw you. You're sending that out to get uh, get printed. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's off of the printer now. The printer's a little backed up for COVID reasons. Uh, we deal with yeah. Comic Impressions, which is the uh, great printer. They they do all uh, all of Scott's comics books. So um, they're top notch. A little backed up, but yeah, that's coming and that's coming in fierce. Do you do you have your draw in or no? I I, I shouldn't put you on the spot like that, but <laughs> do I have my what? You're drawing. I immortalized you guys in, in, in the jump too, or, or or are you waiting to reveal it? I'm waiting. I don't even think. Have you seen it, Oscar? No, I haven't. I I, I, oh, I haven't shown Oscar because I wanted to surprise him because uh, he uh, doesn't. I just yeah, yeah, I didn't really all, ruin it, but I kind of ruined it. I'm sorry. It's but, just a yeah, joke, yeah. Oscar. He's doesn't. He's just messing with us. But uh... oh wow. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> no, we, we, we should have compared notes before. I told you I was going to be the third disappointment of the week. I just ruined everything. I it's ruined lives. That's what I do. I come on. Yeah. All I can say yeah, is it, but, it is freaking amazing. Um, I, I can't wait. I, now, Oscar, don't go looking in our emails for it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just doing that right now. I'm scrolling. <laughs> Do not look, man. Do not look. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't realize. Uh, okay, yeah, you got you got a big. Yeah, but uh, for those who don't know, yeah, the jump is uh, my uh, kick you in the teeth astral projection thriller uh, yes. uh, that is available now via uh, backer kit. So if you go to the jump you'll find the jump there but all sorts of stuff like uh rare con variants uh from aberrant and banjax and sign trades and all that stuff so it's a one-stop rylan grant shop so awesome. take a look at it yeah what's the uh what's the release date on uh, suicide junkies or jockeys excuse me i believe it's august 26th or 25th there, there you go right then in there yeah so uh yeah so we have a regular cover and then we have a, a badass variant covered uh too yeah it's a uh a, 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 a sort <laughs> of take on yeah, take on the the classic Roadhouse poster that is uh, that's that. pretty bonkers. Yeah. Of course, we, you know we're we're known for our crazy variants. I mean, you know, we just uh, on the jump uh, to we had a Back to the Future variant and a Mandalorian variant, a Magnum PI variant, and uh, you know yeah. uh, we've had you know we had Gremlins variants and Rocky Four variants on on Banjax that like made people crazy. Uh, so we you know the, the bar is set high, and so we're coming strong. I just did a a Top Gun variant for. Um, for issue oh, three, that's gonna fucking blow people's doors off. I did a, a bullet variant, which I'm I'm very excited about, and I, I don't know what the issue four variant is yet. If you guys, um, everybody out there who's listening, if there's a variant you want to see, I haven't decided what the issue four variant is. Um, so throw me some ideas. Uh, you can my my Twitter handle is right on the uh, the you know the the video there. So hit me up and tell me do this, do this, awesome. do this, because um, we're you know uh, I, I'm not saying I'm running out of ideas, but if there's something you guys want to see, I'm uh, I'm excited to do it. Um, I, I mean, it's also it's like we're doing. Um, uh, SourcePoint has this amazing like retailer exclusive variant program, and so they're actually going to be. They have 10 spots in that. And so there's the regular cover, the regular variant, and then there are 10 retailer exclusives that are going to come out. Um, so, you know, a huge comic shop will be like, you know, we want our own cover and it comes in metal and all that stuff. And so, um, so there are going to be 12 issue one covers uh, uh, wow. that, you know, they're going to be pretty scarce mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so um, I'm excited to see, we got some big artists coming on and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty fucking awesome. So awesome. Well, you know, yeah. you already know we're in, man, and I'm sure everybody in the chat that listens to us are pretty big fans of you as well. So I'm sure you're going to have a lot of support from the Lost in Comics family. Um, I so I think one of the one of the coolest things about this, Rylan, is that you know you've been doing some of these uh, the Kickstarters, you know, your last couple of books. And I'm just excited to have you back in the comic shop, you know, being able to get a get a book, a Rylan Grant book, on my pull list. Um, so this is this is exciting, and I hope yeah. everybody takes advantage of this. Or of course, we're gonna have Ryland's information in the description of this video. So you make sure if you aren't following him for some reason, go follow him on 
Twitter, Instagram, and he is he's putting out all the info for this stuff, so you guys won't miss out uh, on suicide jockeys. Anything else you want to want to tell everybody before we we get you out of here, man? No, man, I'm just happy to uh, you know happy to uh, check back in with you guys and, and hang out with the crew. It's uh, I mean your fans are awesome. Like uh, they are. Uh, you know any, any I mean because I you know I mean I, I commiserate with you know uh, creators all the time, and I have my my show, and you know we talk about yeah. what what the good you know, what, what the good journalists are and what the good YouTube shows are and everybody, you know, the, the creator community is, uh, is very happy with you guys and very happy with your show and um, your that. fans, your, your fans, like, I mean, they, they show up, you know? And so, yeah. uh, so you, your fans have come some, uh, become some of my most vocal fans on social media. And, um, awesome. and, and so, you know, I put out a tweet and then, you know, it gets, uh, uh, you know, just Retweeted. magnified by these guys. And so, yeah. So, uh, so thank you for, um, thank you for being a, a, a port, a safe port and a friendly port. And, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, keep it up, man. It's been amazing to see you guys just build yeah. this thing out of, you know, I mean, you just, you just sort of popped out of nowhere and now you got a, <laughs> a kind of juggernaut of a show and it's, it's yeah. good to see because you guys are great guys and you're smart guys and, uh, uh, it's a good show. So fucking man. thanks for having me on. Man, make I'm about to edit, I'm to edit that piece and play, and play it like every morning for myself to get like just motivation right there. <laughs> I just cut you guys a promo, so yeah, yeah no, <laughs> we might we might be reaching out to your island for a you know, little commercial promo, so just uh, be ready <laughs> yeah. for that, man. Yeah. Hi there, I'm Ryland Grant, creator of Suicide Jockeys and the Jump. Have yeah. you watched Lost in Comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go. So, oh, uh, just yeah. real quick before we before we send you off, I don't know if you saw this or not. Boogie, he's a real boring guy. Uh, Boogie, yeah. <laughs> Bring the show back, Boogie. What the fuck, man? What are you How doing? What that, are you doing man? with your right? What are you doing with your weekends these days? You're playing too much golf, dude. You're getting dull. Yeah. He's in, he's too much into that the wrestling and the uh, uh talking vowels. What, what, I don't know what what's he doing over there at that channel. I don't, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's growing for him, so I, I guess it's working. <laughs> Uh, talking balls i'm like is he doing like a wheel of fortune uh, uh, show these days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would oh, be amazing man. yeah uh, boogie if you want to do a wheel of fortune show called talking balls i'm i'm in <laughs> sign me Hooked the fuck up phonics yeah yeah but, uh, yeah awesome. yeah maybe oscar can be fucking banna or something that'd be yeah. amazing <laughs> I, I yeah i look great in the dress I'll bring in rapido <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah dude oh right. man yeah right, so, right. uh yeah so yeah, so Suicide Jockeys, uh, uh, August 25th from Sourcepoint Press. Uh, it is available for pre-order now. Uh, it is, uh, again, Voltron meets the Fast and the Furious. It is bonkers tokusatsu action uh, with a dollop of heart and soul and ass kickery. Um, so do it up. Uh, you won't be disappointed. If you're disappointed, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll mail you a check or something, but you won't be. So <laughs> you won't, do it up. Yeah, I guarantee you won't be disappointed, guys. Ryland, man, we appreciate it as always, dude. We'll have you on again where we just hang out, talk some comics and stuff like that. So, uh, but again, yeah, we appreciate you. I dare say we love you, man. So, <laughs> I got you, man. The feeling's right, mutual. Right. There's a lot of lo- there's a lot of love in this room right now. So that's right, fucking man. warm and yeah. feeling in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. We'll talk to you soon, Ryland. Bye, right, guys. Right, yeah, thanks. Later, Take it bro. easy. Yeah. All right. Oh man, that's always a good love time. that guy. Love that guy. <laughs> oh man. There you have it, guys. Ryland Grant. All right. So moving on with the Lost in Comics news on uh, man, this is a big piece right here. Uh, you you want to? I think you should take this. Yeah. This bad this. I'll take before. The, take the other one. The last one. Before uh, before we go on, I just want to see the uh, this comment here says awesome show, guys. Night. I mean, you're taking off already, wife of bat. I mean, you just came in, but uh, you know, 
That's cool, man. <laughs> Have a good night. Glad glad you could join us for a few minutes. And uh, Multiverse, I'm making dinner, so I might not be in the chat as much right now, but you're on in the living room TV. That's exactly where we like to be. My phone's going to die. I need to take a shower, but we'll catch the rest of the rewind. Whatever, Cole. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Go ahead and get on out all these excuses, man. Is, is this what happens, bro? 28 minutes in, people start soon, making excuses. It was As soon as Ryland dipped out, man, they're as like, soon as Ryland, I'm <laughs> like, hey, are we, not, are we not good enough, bro? We're not good maybe, enough looking for something? We need, to have, we need to have Riley on for the whole show, bro, to do a new comic day with him and everything. Give him some That's notice. right. That would be awesome, I think. <laughs> all right, man. Let's, let's move on. This is big news right here, guys. And pay attention to this because some of you I've been watching on Twitter don't understand what is going on with this piece of news right here. Some of you may, some of you may not, but uh, we would like to cover this, this issue so that you guys understand, right? So um, there was a, there was a, t a message from new comic book publisher, Bad Idea, sent out to the public this past Monday on June 7th. And their message was this, and there's a, uh, you have a uh, screenshot there. Okay, so it says, from Bad Idea, we regret to inform you that despite our best efforts and all your wonderful support, Bad Idea, as we know it, must end. Our sincerest thanks for the incredible journey. We will be announcing and releasing books through the end of the year. Beyond that, Bad Idea is over. So yeah. if you guys didn't know already, Bad Idea has been founded on the idea that everything they do is a bad idea, right? They decided to only release their books to a select few comic book stores. Um, they decided in 2020 that they would not use diamond distribution. They have strict guidelines on not allowing retailers to sell their books above cover price at release. And most would say, you know, prior to them coming out into the markets, that all of this was a bad idea, right? So that's why they call themselves bad idea. So when their message came out on Monday, everybody said, yep, you can't have a business model survive in this fashion, right? The way that Bad Idea is trying to do. But on the flip side, Bad Idea has been very successful. And we are here to tell you, if you did not know, that Bad Idea is not going away, but rather they are rebranding themselves to a different name, according to, uh, to co-CEO and co-chief crea uh, creative officer, Dinesh Shamdasani. So listen to this soundbite for just a second uh, on an interview that he had with Absolute Comics about three weeks ago. Ever rename the company? Yes, actually, we have a plan to. We're going to be announcing soon that we're going to go away. No, just, no, joke. <laughs> no joke. Because what would be a bad like idea? You're, you're going to you're going to death oh. of Superman yourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, what we call it. That's funny. Uh, we were thinking, okay, we've got the super hot company. It might be one of the hottest publishing companies in comics. Maybe the hottest right now. What's the worst thing we could do? We could just say we're so hot, we're going to go away. So soon we'll be announcing that we're going to go away. And then we're going to come back. We're going to completely rebrand because why would you? Do because that? you can. Like that's really. Yeah. What, it feels like you know you are you are playing. You're determined to fail. You're, you're playing with fire. Fail. Because... Because... Uh, hello. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Chris, guys. Uh, that clip wasn't ended either. I don't know why it stopped playing, but uh, let me try to see if I can play it again. Ever rename the company? Yes, actually, we have a plan to. We're going to be announcing soon that we're going to go away. No, just no joke. <laughs> no joke. Because what would be I a bad like idea? You're, you're going to you're going to death oh. of Superman yourselves. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually what we call it. That's funny. Uh, we were thinking, okay, we've got the super hot company. It might be one of the hottest publishing companies in comics. Maybe the hottest right now. What's the worst thing we could do? We could just say we're so hot, we're going to go away. So soon we'll be announcing that we're going to go away. 
and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna completely rebrand because why would you? Do because that? you can. Like that's really. Yeah. What, it feels like you know you are you are playing. You're determined to fail. You're, you're playing with fire. Because... We are. All right. Did you get all that? <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I heard they're gonna come back and name the company. Good idea. <laughs> Something like that, dude. So yeah, like I said, a lot of people have been talking about this this week on on Twitter and Instagram, and like, oh, see, we told you they were they were leaving, but guess what? They are not leaving. They're just rebranding, and uh, they will be sticking around for quite a long time. So yeah, there there there's some little jokesters there on the uh, over there. A bad idea. So if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all right. Hey, moving on. Uh, in Spawn News, uh, Spawn Universe number one, which is due out June 23rd, has sold 211,000 copies ahead of its release, making it Image Comics' biggest number one issue in the history of Image Comics. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think I think I'd probably have to do like at least with like half that because I bought like all the variants already and yeah, yeah. Uh, got them all ordered. So it's probably, yeah, I helped. <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, that's big news. Uh, biggest, you know, number yeah. one issue in the history of all Image Comics. That's a that's big stuff. I mean, it is. So very cool, very cool. All right, guys. Finally, next week we are finally gonna have <laughs> Jonathan Hedrick, writer of the Recount. He is finally gonna come on the show next Thursday. Very excited to talk to him. Uh, we're gonna start getting our interviews back on back on track here now that the internet is is working for today at yeah. least. But uh, <laughs> but uh, guys, if you don't know who he is, we're gonna find out a lot more information on Jonathan Hedrick. It's gonna be a fun fun interview. We're bringing the fire. He's bringing the fire. Jonathan Hedrick next week right here on Lost in Comics. Be ready. Be ready to go. That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Sorry about that. I was, I'm like lagging, I think. <laughs> it's all good. So we teased at the beginning. We gave you our disappointments of New Comic Book Day. But it's time to talk about new comics right now. Yeah. It's the day after. New Comic Book oh Day. God, new Comic Book Day. Happy New Comic Book Day. Happy day after New Comic Book Day, my brother. Happy after New Day comic books to you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the day after new comic book day and this segment is brought to you by lewis at shadow rabbit art who was in oh. the chat a little while ago yeah you guys know what he does we've shown you the figures he makes custom clay figures exactly the way you like them they are not necessarily cheap but let me tell you they are worth it and if you go to instagram and look up shadow rabbit underscore clay underscore guy send him a message let him know Lost in Comics sends you, and he will give you a great price on whatever it is that you're wanting him to, to make for you. And if you do go ahead and order from him, you will get entered into an exclusive giveaway for only for Lost in Comics viewers, Lost in Comics family. That you Somebody is going to get a free figure for, from him at the end of this year if you order this year. So that pool might be very small, so you have a really good chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I was, I was just about to say I, I, he hasn't really told us, you know. But uh, I think you know y'all are making us look bad. I don't think anybody's purchased anything yet, and I don't know, yeah. you know, what y'all are waiting know. for. But uh, you know, get out there and buy something. What are now. you waiting for? <laughs> so uh, yeah, and, and as we begin the new the new uh, comic book day portion, uh, please keep in mind this is the review portion of the show. 
Uh, we don't usually do spoilers or at least major spoilers, and we would do our best to not do any major ones, but there may be spoilers ahead. You are warned. That's right. All right. That's right. And I want to just, uh, I just want to uh, acknowledge this real quick. Uh, we had Steve here says, here it comes, Heroes Reborn, baby. Unfortunately, uh, I dropped that. After, you know, I, I did get yeah. a couple of chances, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think either of us are in that. I'm sorry, Steve. I think he knows it, yeah, or he's just yeah, he's just being sarcastic. He's, he's being just messing Steve. around. Barkham, we have not got to the uh, villains no, yet, so that's going to be here right very here. soon. But we have the uh, poll that we put out for this new comic book day. Which book were you looking forward to the most this new comic book day? And we had a mixed bag here: twenty-seven uh, percent for Geiger three and twenty-seven percent for Spider Shadow three. And then next, Justice League last right at twenty-four, and then. And then Bunny Mask at 22%. So, man, there's a divided community this week. A lot of people were looking forward to a, a lot of different books um, yeah. this new comic book day. But it was also a very heavy DC new comic book day. It I don't was. know how many. I don't know. Like, like it was more than half of my stack was DC comics. How many books did you pick up yesterday? I want to say 12. I think I had Dang. 12. Well, yeah. that's two weeks in a row you've got more books than me. That's crazy. It's what's going on in the world. Yeah. You usually, yeah. I usually like get a lot more books. I think I picked up nine books. Bro. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> and I said I never get doubles, bro. So I get, I know. you know, I get. I've been like twelve is like a low for me now. Man. I'm like I haven't had a week of less than ten in a very long time. Man. But wow. anyway, let's start off with some DC books. Um, right. Starting off, I'm sure you, uh, many of you read this, and I want to show this beautiful cover here, the Joker. Oh, issue man. number four did you get this cover i sure you did. get both covers I got, all, I got all covers you got how many covers you get three no i just i just got two the main uh, one and then that one you silly boy man yeah you silly boy <laughs> all right so here we go joker number four this is dc comics obviously written by james tinian the fourth uh art by gilliam march and tom napolitano on letters uh, so we knew that jim gordon wasn't the only one hunting the joker and in issue number four Shebane, the Samson family, and Jim all converge on Joker at the same time. But just as we think it may be over for the Joker, he always has a card up his sleeve, right? He's always got one last joke. He's ready for the attack. Uh, while in a skirmish with the Joker, uh, Jim Gordon has the chance to pull the trigger and end it once and for all, man. Get, get it. Be over with the Joker, who's brought so much pain to his family, to so many families. A chance to end all the nightmares and the madness. But at his core... Jim Gordon, he cannot pull the trigger because he is an officer of the law at his in his heart. He believes in a code of justice. He's unable to pull that trigger and he falters and instead he's captured by the Joker. It's like this it's like the same thing every time, right? Every yeah. he, he, they can't do it and then he ends up hurting, <laughs> you know, hurting them. So uh and then Joker ends up interrogating Jim. He asks him, Who pulled the attack on Arkham Asylum? And while Jim still believes it was the Joker's doing, it seems pretty obvious that it was not him, which is going is leaving Jim with so many questions. Uh, if he can make it back to Gotham in one piece, yes. I thought this is a this is this is a great story, man. I'm yeah. really really enjoying the whole Jim Gordon aspect of it. And then you're getting more of the Joker in the last couple of issues uh, as the feature piece. So and it's playing on a lot of their history, and yet yeah. it's developing something new. So I am definitely a fan of what's going on here. Uh, how are you enjoying this? I. Well, you know, in the very beginning, I was I was kind of like disappointed. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned, you know, but I will say that you are getting a lot more Joker as the issues are progressing. Yeah. Uh, this this issue was very satisfying as far as 
your Joker content, uh, what he's doing. You're getting some backstory of what he's doing, what he's planning. Like, I, I really enjoy that stuff. I like to see, like, the behind the scenes of what he's planning when he's not in Gotham. Mm. Um, but this issue was, this one was actually, it, you know, I didn't get a lot of books, but the books I did get, they were, some of them were pretty hard to pick for my pick of the week, you know, but this one was definitely yeah. uh, one I was considering, man. But that art, the art in this book as well is one of those things that really, that really got me, man. So, um, but yeah, great, great, uh, great choice there, man, for your, for one of your books of the uh, books this week, man. So I, I totally yeah. agree with you. So definitely. Um, so moving on, yeah, moving on. I was looking at the, I was looking at the chat real quick. So, uh, for me, uh, let's see here. Uh, my, my, uh, one of my books that I picked this week was the justice league, uh, last ride. I'm trying to find that thing here. Okay, here it goes. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, writer of uh, Chip Sadarsky, art by Miguel Mendonoca, colors by Enrique Erin Angioloni. Letters uh, are by World Designed. Uh, mm. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this run a lot. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm really getting my Justice League fix from this book. Yeah. Uh, this is what the main Justice League run should be, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed that it's not. Uh, I love the art. I love the story. It's a nice mix between current events and past events uh, in this story. Uh, so apparently something is has been strained in the relationship between Batman and Superman, and that is yet to be uh, uncovered. But we do get to see some past war that was going on with Darkseid and his army. Uh, we get to see a little bit of a spoiler if you're an Aquaman fan, but I think we can we see his death. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it doesn't really like, you know, I'll, I'll show the clips here in a minute. Uh, but it appears Aquaman meets his end along with some of the uh, Guardians. And uh, the panels where uh, this right here is what kind of got me right here. This this yeah. panel of Darkseid. I was like, oh, my God. They just, yeah. like, freaking awesome, right? Uh, and then the story jumps to the current time where we see the Justice League uh, taking Logo to Apocalypse to hide him. Uh, they mentioned how Apocalypse is deserted. Uh, that's very intriguing as well. I'm wondering what the heck happened with the planet. Uh, and this... this uh, this run is definitely giving me a lot of. It's giving me just enough mystery to to really like pique my curiosity and really keep me in this book. And I think that's what I enjoy the most. It doesn't just give me like you know vague things and I'm stuck waiting. You know, it gives me some payoff and then it gives me some more mystery and mm. I'm in. You know, so that's what definitely pulls me into the story. And uh, and right here is that panel where that bomb yeah. goes off and Aquaman's there in the air, you know, trying to be a Superman, I guess. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, that was my, did you read this book? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a good book, man. And I, it's like you said, you know, I wish that justice league, what, uh, the current run was, you know, was something like this. Um, but Chip Zdarsky, man, I mean, I think he's, yeah. he's becoming one of those writers, you know, again, that's, you just want to read everything he puts out, no matter what he writes in DC or in Marvel, even when Marvel's suffering from all the uh, inconsistencies of their, of their writing and all that, mm-hmm. his books seem to be the ones that you want to read and, and that you, it, we gravitate toward. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a great book, man. Uh, I love the whole, I love that dark side feels like dark side. Like he yeah. feels like the, from um, the Snyder cut, you know? He feels yeah. like that, like in this comic book. And that's what, you know, you want a good, you want a good yeah. enemy to go up against the Justice League. And then you got all this stuff that's in their past. You know, obviously there's some bad blood with, with Batman and Superman. 
mm-hmm. um, that happened. Anyway, I'm sure we're going to find out more about that. But all of that stuff is in this series. Again, it's ex- it's exploring things that the Justice League <laughs> should be, you know, encountering things like that. Yeah. So I lo- I love it. I- I'm- it's a great series. So um, very happy with it, man. Awesome. Want to say hi real quick to uh, uh, we got Steve right here, another Steve uh, Burke. <laughs> so what's up, man, Burke? It's morphin time, Oscar and Chris. What is up, dude? And we appreciate. It. He said, "Congrats again on the one K subs." Haven't seen him in a while, man. So it's good to see you, dude. Uh, he says we got to do that crossover episode once or twice soon. Absolutely, man. I like what I like what Burke does over on his YouTube channel, man. He's got content all the time. Good dude, man. Good dude. He's from a small town too, so I mean, you can't go wrong with small town guys, man. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> all right, next up. All right, brother. It's time to talk about. Let's do it. Your disappointment of the week and a book that I wanted to talk about, and that is Future State, Gotham, issue number two. And we know this is from uh, Joshua Williamson. Obviously, it's uh, DC Comics, right? And uh, art on that book is Giannis. I'm trying to get my, my bearings here. Milo, Milano Giannis. Giannis Milano Giannis and letters by Troy Petrie, right? So you said it a little bit ago, but this is Future State Gotham where Bruce Wayne, the OG Batman, he's presumed dead. The magistrate is fully in control of the city. Um, The Bat family is still around, but limited due to the magistrate hunting them down. There's a new Batman in town. In the middle of all of this is Jason Todd, right? The Red Hood, who's been working for the magistrate and is officially Peacekeeper Red. He's betrayed everything he knows and turned his back on the Bat family. But the question is, has he really, right? Or is he actually infiltrating the magistrate for the greater good and helping somebody who may or may not still be alive after all? I'm not going to spoil it, but just listen to the questions, right? But uh, And that's what this book is about. You know, Aside from it being a great story, I'm really, in, really enjoying how it's filling in all the pieces of what we saw in Future State Detective future state uh, next Batman. And although I'm not a big fan of the current next Batman story, this is also filling in pieces of yeah. all of those things. Um, and, and it's not like you're seeing the future of the next Batman. So as bored as I am with the origin story of the next Batman, I'm, yeah. I'm curious how, how he gets from that point to the point he is in this book where he's fighting, you know, and he's, he obviously seems to be, uh, he's got some training behind his back. And like you mentioned earlier, how does how is he even able to do all this? I have a feeling we're going to find all that out. But again, I'm enjoying watching how the puzzle's coming together. Uh, and when I see Tim Fox actually being the next Batman, like he is in this issue, I'm so much more on board with it than again, like I like I mentioned about the next Batman origin. It's not it's not cool for me, but I did make a note here. I'm not a fan of the the black and white art, though. Um, I actually think that this type of book would really benefit a lot from the I colors. Agree. Um, I mean, this is this would be great art if you just put colors in. I can just see the blues and the reds with Red Hood and Nightwing. Uh, it would be just beautiful, beautiful book. Um, but from for what it is, uh, normally that would take me out of this book. But I enjoy the story so much that I really, really uh, enjoy this. I'm enjoying the series, and I'm excited to see uh, where it goes next, man. So, look, we're talking about the art of it, right? So, like this panel, for instance. Yeah. Like. I, I get it's a like a I guess what you call it, like a white and black or black and gray or whatever it is right black but and even, white even the lines man they're just they're very like <laughs> they're Sorry, very man. like 
there's just not very deep lines you know what i mean it looks like it's a pre-sketch you know what i mean and i don't yeah. like that I, I like it i like the art to be better more clear and that was one of my biggest issues with it um yeah but that that backstory uh the end of that book you know that that was i like that a whole lot better than i did the whole the rest of the, the other story um yeah but like i said you know they dropped these clues like in that in that back end if you haven't read already uh tiffany fox is uh you know a little cliffhanger there right she's probably gonna be the next background i guess yeah uh, it seems to be a setup for that and uh so like i i just need to like i just feel like they're just trying to have anybody just step into these roles right like yeah like show me like tell me why you know what i mean but uh yeah you reminded right. me of something yeah um in, when you're saying that um there is one thing and I, there were so many Batman books that came out yesterday. I'm getting confused which one I, I'm thinking about. Is it in? Is somewhere in this story, the the story with Alfred and uh, and Lucius, and he's and uh, and and Lucius is telling Alfred like that he's very concerned about Robin. That was in this book, right? It was in the backstory. Did no. you read that one? Where not Alfred that, and not... Lucius Fox, and then Lucius is like, I'm concerned about Robin. You know. And and he ends up saying, well, I'm going to stick around, but it's not really to help Batman. It's more to help Robin because he doesn't want him to become like a like a violent, you know, individual, things like that. You know, you remember that? No, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure it's in this backstory. It's like a or maybe it's man, maybe it's another one. But what I was going to say about that is I don't and, and I know it's written. That story is written by John Ridley. And now that you said that, I don't like I remember reading that and I, I took note and I was like, I don't like that. They're trying to make. Because Lucius has always been like an assistant yeah. to to Bruce, man. Like he's been like, uh, if you know, if Alfred is you know Bruce's right hand man, then Lucius is his left, you know. Yeah. And now, like they're kind of turning the tables as if Lucius this whole time has always doubted Bruce, you know. And yeah. that is one thing I don't, I do not like. I'm like, don't go changing the history. Lucius is Lucius Fox, man. He's always he's been on board. He's been making stuff. Yeah. for batman for and, and knowingly making it for batman and i don't like that dude you know what i i i'll use that and i'll uh i'll take that as a victory for you coming over to my side of not of it being a disappointment no no no. It's, i'm not disappointed bro <laughs> i'm just saying no i heard you say you don't, don't like too like. late bro i'm gonna edit but the i like video together. <laughs> i like I, the book though Future State got them, and you know but i don't like it I don't. I'm gonna edit it for for tomorrow. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, but uh, like I said, you know, it wasn't a super horrible book. I mean, it, there are some books you get and you're like, man, this is bad. You know, it wasn't yeah. that. I I had to pick a disappointment, and that yeah. was the one that fell to me. You know, to because uh, mostly because of the art. You know, I'm a sucker for art. But the know? Jason Todd stuff, man, that's good stuff. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but like the part where he's fighting, you know, Nightwing and all. I mean, he's fighting with four different Bat Family members. And it's just like no big deal. Like I just didn't like that, you know. Like he's not, you know, over them. You know, I don't know. It's my thing. It's just me, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Anywho. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, my next pick of the of of uh, New Comic Book Day. Uh, it's a uh, Bunny Mask Numero Uno. Writer is Paul Tobin. Artist. Uh, Andrea Muti, uh, if you like the Maniac of New York art, it's the same artist in this book. Uh, and letters by Taylor Esposito. Uh, so the story starts off with uh, looking back. Uh, let's see here. What oh, doesn't even say it here? The story starts off with a looking back 14 years in the past and showing a father chiseling out the teeth of his daughter. 
the mother has been missing for 10 years and the story goes on to show uh, the man, Leo Foster, he appears to be crazy, hearing voices, speaking gibberish uh, from somebody called the snitch. And the snitch has him digging a cave underneath his house or somewhere on his land. Uh, and it's been in process for years. Uh, by the end of the story, one of his prisoners finally, finally breaks through to another cave. And uh, while there, a figure emerges from the dark with a bunny mask that appears to like sickness and uh you know not much more in details uh, i wasn't at this point i wasn't even sure about the story i was actually thinking about making it my disappointment of the week because i was like this is not enough for me uh but oh, man the very end kind of like uh what is it called i can't think of the word but anyway the very end redeems itself there you go uh the cliffhanger um so it's enough to give me give uh, number two a try for sure uh, I'd recommend this this comic to a person who likes like the horror vibes, yeah. uh, some gore. You know, there's a lot of blood involved, which is cool. And if you like that kind of thing, then this is for you. It's uh, uh, not super crazy about the art, uh, but it's not horrible. You know what I mean? I just I prefer a different style of art, but it's still good uh, for what it is. You know, and and while you're listening to this, you can uh, you can play that new Lost in Comics horror music in the background. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So what did you think of this book? I really liked it, man. I really yeah. thought it was a great, uh, great intro for a new series. Um, I like the cliffhanger at the, I mean, the, the twist at the end, Yeah, you know, where you're like, you know, is this person, is this person alive? <laughs> Are they not alive? What is, who is the bunny mask? Bunny mask person appears in this cave and saves, you know, that dude, Tyler, um, who's trying yeah. to help the daughter that was, you know, getting her teeth chiseled out by the father. He's, he goes in there, tries to help her out. He ends up getting trapped in the cave and he's having to chisel the walls uh, of this cave. Yeah. And then this bunny mask character comes out and tries to, you know, and, and actually saves his life. Uh, so you think, right. And, and, <laughs> you know, he ends up living a life um, later on. He meets this girl and this girl has visions. Uh, or he, he sees her art in the window. The art is all these pictures of the bunny mask character. So it, he, yeah. he freaks out. He goes and looks at this art. And she says, well, I've been getting visions of this of this bunny mask. And he saw this bunny mask character and it leaves us on a really cool cliffhanger. But yeah, to me, man, I'll oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it, it definitely. Uh, well, because he went on. Obviously, the, the the movie, the the comic starts 14 years in the past and then it yeah. jumps to 14 years later. Right. Uh, and I really did uh, like that twist. It, it was a very like. Um, tales of the crypt you know or whatever like that kind of feel yeah. you know and i really like that so that's really what kind of got me but i definitely think y'all should pick this up if y'all haven't already so i think i think we're in a like a golden age of horror comics so it's really yeah. hard to stand out um but i think that this this book is different it's it's definitely got a different concept uh, concept to it. it makes you feel scared horrified mm-hmm. um and those type of books are few and far between you know um so i think bunny mask uh, number one is going to be like one of those psychological thrillers and i think it's going to be a great book to jump on um so i really enjoyed it man yeah all right next up we have moving to some marvel man for steve we got spider-man yeah. spider shadow issue number three and that's that comic right there and again chip zadarsky on writing Art by Pascal Ferry and letters by Clayton Cowles. So I was a fan of the original, you know, Marvel What If stories. I've read a few of them. I'd like to read more of them. But um, but this series is being played out in a longer format with that same core idea. Right? This is a What If story. And in Spider-Man's Shadow, we get a glimpse of just how different things would be 
if Peter Parker never gave up the symbiote, but rather he embraced it, he let it become one with him. And what I and well, I, what I can tell you is that it would have changed everything for Peter Parker. And in this series, we've seen Peter at the beginning go from the happy, you know, go lucky guy that we know Peter Parker to be, um, into a conflicted murderer. And literally, he's he's killing, you know. So oh, wow. um, at his core, you know, he fights with the ideas that he knows so well, you know, love and justice. But with the symbiote infused to Peter, he's going crazy. His ideas of justice have become very dark and he's willing to make criminals pay the ultimate price, including, you know, the 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 gallery of villains that that uh, Spider-Man deals with constantly, including uh, uh, Fisk. Right. So but in this particular issue, there's some really good moments with Jonah Jameson and Peter Parker. You know, Jonah's always saying, like, Spider-Man's a menace. Um, and I think, and so Jonah finally has the chance to team up with some of the villains because now he has an excuse to actually go after Spider-Man. But after he confronts Spider-Man and he realizes that he's Peter Parker, something happens to uh, the symbiote suit and, and you get to see Peter without the suit again. And I think for the first time, Jonah realizes, hey, Spider-Man wasn't a menace, but he is a menace when he's got this freaking black suit on. Um, so there's a really cool moment with him and Jonah. Um, not a big fan of the art in this issue. I thought it was like kind of cartoony. Um, not not great. Um, but again, Chip Zdarsky. Have you seen the yes, yeah, look at the art. The colors are, are pretty nice, but there's yeah. a lot of panels where there's like not a lot of definition in the faces, in the bodies, they're just like whole like, you know, whole people without muscle definition, things like that. So um there's a lot of uh, a few panels with a lack of detail. But uh, other than that, man, this is a gritty Spider-Man story, and I think they should have an art that matches the the, sto- the style mm-hmm. of storytelling. But other than that, Again, Chip Zdarsky, I said it a little while ago, we're talking about Justice League. Everything he's writing, it's gold to me, man. I'm, I'm in for all of it. Uh, this is yet another one of my favorite uh, favorite Marvel books right now. So and you I said, really you said he's it. killing? Spider-Man is killing people? Mm-hmm. I got uh, to I gotta, I gotta admit, I think you just got me uh, mm-hmm. interested. Uh, I, I love yeah. a darker Spider-Man, and so that's yeah. the reason I'm, I don't read the main story. It's like I don't, I just don't like it. But I think I'm gonna go back and look for one and two, and pick up three. I, you got me, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so because the whole thing, right? In his past, you know, he, um, you know, he gave up the symbiote suit like years, years back, right? But in yeah. this one, the what if? It's like, what if he just never gave it up, and what if it like bonded with him? Yeah, and it's. I think that's a, just a, such a cool concept, man. Dude, he's, he's not, not just he's, killing; he's slaughtering. He's slaughtering yeah, I'm. Man. I mean, I'm trying not to give too much away, dude. But uh, dude, I have to get this now. I have. It's to. very like, good. Ah, uh, yeah. I was looking at the art in the panels, and I and I wasn't crazy about it. I was like, don't oh, I don't start, know if I like man. that. Don't but... start, Steve. <laughs> oh, oh dude. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, right. I, I think I'm gonna have to give this a try, man. So you you. Uh definitely gonna you're gonna get me there so <laughs> Emmett, yeah. have a great night man thanks for joining us for a little while so there you go man uh spider-man spider shadow three go pick it up you'll enjoy awesome. it man all right and moving on to my this is it guys this is my my this pick, is it my favorite book of the week i'm so excited <laughs> it's the Batman Detective, issue three of six, uh, written by Tom Taylor, ensels by Andy Kubert, inks, uh, inks, Sandra Hope, colors, Brad Anderson, letters, Clem Robbins. So, uh, man, this issue uh, was like an action-packed movie in my mind. 
Uh, the issue opens up with uh, the action of Batman kicking open some some door with his old teacher in his arms as he's dying from a gunshot wound. Uh, let me tell you, this run has been a perfect example of colors, uh, details, and the art and story all working together. I feel like this is a perfect combination of all those things. It's perfection for us, the reader. Uh, the action, uh, the blood, and the violence gives me uh, some old Punisher uh, story and art vibes. Like the way it's drawn, it reminds me of the older Punisher stuff, which I really do like as well. Uh, we get this backstory, uh, which is another thing that makes Batman who Batman is, right? We always get these backstories of how he he came up, you know, and uh, where Batman went through uh, to make himself what he is today. He searched for Henry uh, Ducard, who's one of the world's greatest man uh, manhunters. Uh, this is a story of how that came about. It's a great to see the roots of Batman and who he was when he uh, first started out, how raw he was and how when he met uh, a person, uh, when he met a person who had trained eyes, could see Bruce's past and his actions and his, and, and his eyes, you know, his weaknesses. And you see how he truly learned his lessons and got better from the mistakes he made early on. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying something is missing from the whole new Batman uh I'm sorry here. Uh, from the new Batman, Tim Fox line of books we're getting right now. In comparison, every Batman book you read, you get a feel for his life, his tragedy that he carries with him every day, the reasons that he does what he does, the drive for who he is, all the training he has put himself through in his life. Like, you know, uh, you know, Batman, you know, the level and caliber of a man he is, you know, when he's in a tight spot, he has a plan, right? You know, mm. if he's getting his ass handed to him, uh, the person that's doing it to him must be a baddie as well. You know, a pretty badass person to, to even do that to him, to Batman. And it gives me that suspense and feeling of dread when you see Batman getting beat. You know, you feel bad. You're like, dang, all this stuff he is and he's getting beat. It makes you, like, you know, feel suspense, right? Um, and, you know, like how hard he's trained and his view of never accepting defeat. And, and it's there, right? So how can we accept this Tim Fox as Batman without those things? That, that's kind of my issue with this whole thing, right? Uh, but this story gives us all that. And uh, I'm not saying that they aren't there, but it remains to be seen. I, I don't buy the new Batman being the alpha in the room when he's with other uh, Bat uh, family members. I'm just not convinced yet. And I want these kinds of stories uh, for anyone carrying on the cow of Batman. I want this, these kinds of things. Uh, but this run is a must if you like Batman. If you like a good story, good art and colors. Uh, for me, I highly recommend this this run of a, of a Batman story. So. Yeah, you said it all, man. You said it all. That it's it's true. Um, great Batman story. Love it. I love you. Know, I love Batman detective stories. That's what this mm -hmm. is. You get to see how he's being trained. Uh, he's that's the thing about Batman. He's always been willing to be a student, right? You get to see in his past how he's been a student. He learns from the best to become mm -hmm. the best. And that this particular issue, you see all that training. I love I love those training scenes. And then he always. It's like Batman, when you go back in his history, he, he it's like that old saying where the student becomes a teacher. That's yeah. Batman. And and so yeah. I love I love this. Tom Taylor's doing a great, great job. Another one that Tom Taylor, Ch yeah. Chip Zdarsky, Tom Taylor, those two men, <laughs> Rom V. Yeah. You, any book they put out, I'm going to read it. Ryland Grant, same thing. So those are those guys are desert island readers, reads. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, you, if you're on desert island, you can only read those books. I'd be I'd be good for life, man. So heck yeah. Uh, so yeah great everybody should be reading if there's one yeah. batman story you should yeah. be reading and it's something that's easy to grasp and it's its own self-contained thing this right here batman the detective uh, only three issues in so great yeah. great book to talk about man
do I rate this now or you want me to wait? Yeah, give it. Yeah. Give it. Look at this. This is amazing. This is amazing. Five. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, all right. That is your pick of the week. Good yes, job, sir. man. Thank you. All right. For my <laughs> pick of the week. Pick of the week. Oh, baby. Pick of the week. <laughs> baby, baby. Come on. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, the suspense. Oh, oh just kidding, man. guys. Come on. My pick of the week, guys. <laughs> Geiger. Issue yeah. number three, man, from Image yeah. Comics. There it is. Just kidding, everybody. Yes. Uh, creators. I like how in this it says creators, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. So Gary Frank is the artist, but he is also a co-creator with Jeff Johns on this. Uh, Brad Anderson on colors and Rob Lay on letters. Um, so in Geiger 3, we get a lot of answers to some burning questions that we've had about this series. I know for me, one of the questions that I've had in, uh, in reading this that's been playing in my head, every time he's guarding that bunker, I'm thinking, is his family still alive in that bunker? Like, is, is What is going on with the bunker? That, why is he still continuing to guard it after all these years? I'm not going to spoil the answer to that question, but it is answered in this issue. We find out uh, what exactly is going on with that. Uh, we peel back the layers on Geiger, uh, formerly known as Tyreek, Tariq, who was diagnosed with cancer before the nuclear explosion. And he got some, and we got some more tidbits into his origin, perhaps how those cancer treatments played a role in him surviving and thriving with the nuclear blast that he was exposed to. Uh, and if you remember the the king that's been going on in this issue, that's got a messed up face. Uh, in this issue, you find out what Geiger has to do with that messed up face and how he got that, that King got that messed up face. Um, but what I enjoyed about this issue the most is just the humanity and the heart of our main character. Uh, and the, the funny thing about this, this is an independent comic, but this is a superhero comic. Uh, if you enjoy heroes and you are, if you ever just, if you're just one of those people that hasn't dipped your feet into indie comics and you love superheroes, this would be a great comic for you. Uh, every hero's got an origin. Every hero has a story and Geiger's no different. I and mean, he's motivated by the same things that most of us are by love for our families. And that is his most powerful weapon, but he can act absolutely, you know, nuclear blast his, you know, <laughs> stuff out of his eyes and out of yeah. his body, which is freaking amazing too. So, um, three issues in, I'm a hundred percent bought into this series. I, I freaking love this book, man. Um, yeah, it hits me in every every direction, and 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 I I know you like it too. What did you think of it, man? I, I you said it you said it all. I mean, I I love this book. This this book I'm excited for every time it's going to come out. Yeah. I look forward to it. This is a definitely bottom of the stack book for me. Exactly, uh, man. And I love like you said that that backstory of how the king got his face the way it is. I, I was like, I'm reading it. I'm like, oh man, like it's just it's great. He, I I just he's overpowered, man. This guy, and I love it. I. I just want to say, I really feel like they hope, I hope they stay with this book. I feel like this thing, if they do it right, it can run long. Yeah. Like I just feel like they can come up with villains and things for him to do. And I, I really do feel like this can run very long and I, I buy every issue because it's sure. a great story, man. And I love, I love his power. I love, I love the way he said, it, you know, his humanity, you know, and, and yeah. what, what keeps him grounded, I guess, you know what I mean? And, and this, uh, this, this book has, does a really good job too of going, it like switches from back in time to forward yeah. and giving you glimpses, but i never feel confused. You know, like a lot of books do that and you're like, what, where, like, where am I at? Like, it does a really good job, even though it's not divided. 
um you know like it doesn't say like oh 10 years ago or the past or you know but somehow it manages to keep us kind of like on the timeline with just different forms of art and different scenery and stuff like that so it's very very good man um, adam why did the why did bring six us issues down? followed by us down, adam. series come on man. i don't want to know there's six issues come on <laughs> oh man i didn't well, anyways, know that. Huh. Yeah, how do, how do you know, man? I don't know that. I didn't know that. Huh. I didn't know that either. I All hope right. not. I hope not. I hope that I hope that they're doing great in sales and they want to keep it going. That's what I. I know, man. I know. Now. But I know Jeff Johns is a busy man, so that could definitely be true. But. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm giving that my pick of the week. I'm giving that. You know, huh? I absolutely love that book. Four. Four. There you Four go. Four jabronis and five jabronis, man. That's some Four. good books some good books this week <laughs> yeah oh, i man. think i think those two right there at the top were the best man yeah definitely so um Whoops. all right so definitely. adam says uh west told me uh we don't then it's for sure not verified because yeah, yeah, he doesn't know anything that's for dude. sure man that guy west come on <laughs> he doesn't know he don't know nothing is that man. where you're getting your your news from come on <laughs> come on bro <laughs> oh man uh, if he's lurking that's gonna bring him out for sure i hope but... yeah, yeah here he comes no i'm just kidding <laughs> all right guys so we're gonna get into a little segment here that we are gonna call family matters like steve urkel did i do that did i do that <laughs> but basically man we've been putting out some polls um and i've been putting out polls for the last couple of months i love to hear what you guys have to think about certain topics oscar and i talk about certain things and then we put it out to a poll and it makes for great discussion. Uh, and you are the Lost in Comics family. If you're listening right now, uh, whether you're doing this on the replay, whether you're watching live with us, you are part of the Lost in Comics family. So this is called Family Mat- Matters. And every week we put out these polls to gauge the voice of the Lost in Comics family. And we're going to share that here on our weekly show. So this week we put a poll out and we asked a very simple question. Who is your favorite Batman villain? Man, this is a staggering, almost 400 <laughs> votes here. Joker at 55%. And second place, this is kind of a surprise, Riddler at 23%. Yeah, I would have thought Bane. But... Yeah, me too. And then Bane, 16%. Penguin at 6%. Man, Man, not a lot of Penguin love out there, huh? No Scarecrow either. Man. Man. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I should have put Scarecrow on there. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing I don't like. I mean, Twitter, you know, keep in mind, guys, you can only put four... <laughs> You know, sometimes people like put the comments on there, like, why didn't you put, you know, <laughs> I like, come on, man. You can only put four options in there. But, uh, but that is what the voice of the, of the Austin comics family said an overwhelming 55%, more than half of almost 400 votes, man, said that the Joker was their favorite, uh, favorite character, favorite Batman villain. So you and I are going to have a short little discussion on who our favorite bat villains are our top three bat villains uh and you know we're gonna be honest about it we're gonna be honest about it so you know oscar why don't we do so, that give me your give me your third favorite my third, villain my and we'll go up to be, one uh probably scarecrow i like scarecrow man me, my third yeah is that me that too was that me too third? yeah scarecrow's you know, my third you know what's really done it for me? The the new run of uh, yeah. Batman. The current I like that Scarecrow a lot. So that's kind of made me really like like him uh, a lot more. But uh, somebody how, that can play with your fears and stuff of like that. I mean, how are we gonna how are we gonna face off if we agree on everything, man? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, it's one of those days, man. I, I, <laughs> I know, I know, um, man. 
Um, no, I, I, I'm at the same it's number three yeah. for me. I mean, I mean, as, since you said it, Scarecrow is my number three also, man. Like you yeah. said, somebody that can play with your fears. I mean, what, uh, that, that's, that's his whole thing, right? He's, he's, he messes with people's fear. He plays on people's fears. He's not that much of a, he's not a scary figure in like, a like he's not this big bulky dude, but he, you know, he's like a mental villain, right? Yeah. He plays with, plays with the mind, plays with, with people's fears. And I, I love that about it. I remember like, over the last couple of years, we would always talk and I'd be like, man, I want a good scarecrow story, you know? And I love yeah. that we're finally getting uh, some more, you know, more uh, scarecrow in our, in our Batman comics. So yeah, definitely number three scarecrow, I think for both you and I. So number two, man, I feel like we're going to have the same list, bro. I don't think so. Uh, well, so we're this... probably going to debate on what my number one and my, and my number two are, but, uh, but my, <laughs> There's no way. Your... There's no way. I know. I mean, all right. What's your number two? No, you tell me your number two. You go. Okay, my number two, Bane. <laughs> Bane is my number two. It, it was for the. It was for a while when I was thinking about it throughout the week, but uh. Okay. My my. Well, tell me why you're. Why you're... Well, you know, Bane. I mean, Bane, dude. We just talked about like Scarecrow yeah. is like all about the mental stuff. You know, he's all about the fear and all that. Bane is just freaking he's a he's a monster man he's a monster he's he's uh um he's vicious he's got a dark past also and he uses that to to scare the hell out of out of batman and out of you know the people of gotham um i think there hasn't been enough good bane stories i'm actually surprised that where he came in on that poll that we put up because yeah um there hasn't i don't think there's been a good bane story um since nightfall right so like that's an old batman story um that's well, a great bane story the one in, in uh that uh king king wrote that one was that one was pretty good i mean it wasn't as good as nightfall but i liked it you know what Did was it? Bane? Bane? Did bane? Yeah. yeah i liked it i liked it it's but, pretty good but yeah you know i was gonna say so they're in the news right they're they're talking about i heard like they're trying to get dave dave batista to do uh bane, bane. for a movie Ooh, that'd be uh, awesome. I, I recently heard that they are looking to get the guy who played the mountain on um, on uh, Game of Thrones. That mm. that guy, he's like super huge. He's like he's like seven foot tall or something like that. He's a big old okay. dude. But they're gonna but they're gonna use a voice of another person uh, for the character. So I don't know what they're doing with that. But uh, okay. I hear a lot of people saying they they really they want to have a Mexican in that part. You know what I mean? A Hispanic I like that. Or, so I don't know. I hope so. I hope that I hope that happens, but we'll see, right? Um, but anyway, I, I digress. No, well, you know what? I was just gonna say real quick. Like I know on the Batman on the movie where Bane, you know, uh, what's the what's the guy's name that played him? Um, oh, he played Venom. He's playing Venom now. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, oh shoot! Oh my God! What the heck? Is Somebody name? will say it in the chat. Um, <laughs> the dude that plays, but a lot of, he got a lot of hate for like the the voice of Bane and all that. Dude, I freaking yeah. love that Bane. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I know. Feels like an unpopular opinion now, but the whole blood man, you know, like yeah. Well, it, was, it was good in menacing. I think that's that's what yeah. saved it. I like that. You know, we're always going on about keeping the story as it is, you know, and 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 keeping the keeping the story true to form. And yeah. so I think a lot of people do want like a, a Latin, a Latino, you know, to play play blood that part. Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he could be like Batman. Yeah, bring me my tacos. <laughs> all right. like, hey, Batman, how are you, man? 
Let's go get some roach coach tacos. Batman. Anyway, we're going off the rails here, but so my number two is uh, Joker. Obviously, right? My number two is Joker. You're lying, bro. Yeah, for real. (laughs) So, all right. uh, But uh, but yeah, that's my number. That's my number two, uh, of course, because of his relationship with with Batman, and he's always threatening. He's always he's just a he's a bad villain you know so i i, I like it i like it a lot so <laughs> that's my number two um, get it. you for real bro yeah <laughs> all right all right all right adam says you guys that's racist we can say it we can say that stuff adam because yeah, you know i could say it. i literally I should, I should play fat man bane i should do like a character and do like you fat should man bane. i mean the truth is dude if you knew me at adam here in real life i eat tacos almost every day so when Amen. i say hey let's go get some tacos you know I'm, I'm literally like I eat tacos almost every day. I've had to switch my, to corn tortillas because oh, the flour they're so bad for you, man. Yeah, I, I still I still like my flour tortillas. My my wife hates it. We get up and then uh, and I want to eat, and she wants to eat like you know something else. You know, I'm like I want tacos. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, Again, you never get tired of them. I'm like, no, I don't. I can eat. Tacos. I don't either, dude. <laughs> I don't either. That's just the way it is. That's the way we're raised, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. All right, man. So you said your number two is a Joker, which is a big, that's a big shock to me. Um, Because my number one, my favorite Batman villain, when I'm, when I sit back and look at everything that I've ever enjoyed about being a Batman fan and looking at these villains from the time I was a kid, uh, my favorite Batman villain. Yeah, I I go with the majority, man. The 55% is the Joker, (laughs) you know? I, I want to be different. I want to say something else, but that's the truth. Um, that's the truth of it is the Joker, man. He's, he is the best yeah. bat villain, even though, you know, I understand he's been used and used and used and used over and over. And we have a ton of Joker stories. We even have, we have a great Joker story right now. Uh, the James Tinian run right now that's going on the Joker uh, with Jim Gordon. Great stuff. He's he's like you said, he could say he's been overused, but at the end of the day, he is the ultimate bat villain. He is the one that I think even if all the rest of the bat villains like died, he's just got this relationship with Batman that it's 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 different. It's special. Yeah, it's like there there is like it just doesn't feel like there is a Batman without Joker, you know, Um, so he is my favorite bat villain. Just have to say it. Hey, look who showed up. Like after hey. like a fi- after like a month hiatus. What is up, random one? Good to see you. <laughs> the Joker will always be the best villain in Batman comics, she says. So, yeah. all right, bro. And, and he is he is a great villain, right? But who is a better villain? Who than Batman that laughs? It's a combination of the two, Batman and Joker. Uh, get out of here! Come on. That was get that, out of here. That's who I went with. Oh I mean, my gosh! Look, I mean, he he single handedly almost destroyed the uh, you know all the timelines, all all the Earths. I mean, come on, man! He he That's he's clever. dominating. He dominated, man. So no, I, I just oh I God. just think you know I know he's he doesn't have the history of Joker. Obviously, he's he's only been around a couple Obviously. of years. But for me, like my favorite all time villain. Uh, gives me the creeps. I think he's truly like evil and demented and and out there. It's the Batman that laughs. A combination of the two, the baby of Joker so, and Batman together. <laughs> so your number one. I just want to get this for the video sound clip. Your number one favorite vil- Batman villain is 
the Batman that lasts. No, God, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Great pick, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're right. In, in that one story, the Batman <laughs> who laughs. In that one run, you know, the of metal and the Justice League, you know, leading up to Death Metal. Cool guy, cool, yeah. cool dude. He got to stick around for a little while. He had the solo series. Yeah. It was nice. Um, it looked, yeah. in, the, in the short amount of time, look, and and Joker, where was he? He was non-existent, man. He was, you know. <laughs> Uh, but Steve. I but I love the Joker though. That's the thing though, man. Like, yeah, you do. That's like saying that Superman's top villain is Perpetual. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh my god. I would say yeah. I would say Batman is Superman's greatest villain. Batman. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. You uh, always got you I was always with Catwoman. <laughs> hey, but you know what? If I had a runner up, uh I would it would be the Riddler. I I, I, I like know. the Riddler. I, again, I feel like they don't do him justice in the writing, and like yeah. what's what sticks out to me is the Riddler, the Jim Carrey Riddler from the movies, and I I, I just don't feel like he was like a, a, you know, somebody to like be like worried about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, since you're saying that, maybe I should change my answer, bro. You say you're Batman who laughs. Maybe maybe I should go with Kite Man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, that's maybe cool, Kite Man, <laughs> Kite Man should enter this conversation. Um, now that you're bringing up Batman, who laughs favorite all time. Look, he stuck around the whole time. Dude, for the show. Fitz, yeah. that's Heck yeah. Fitz, that is awesome, dude. You either did yeah. one or two things, Fitz. You either <laughs> stayed in this whole time, or you left and then you came back and just to yeah. say. <laughs> he never said he was leaving though, so he. he I know, dude. I'm just messing yeah. with you, Fitz. We're trying to I'm trying to help yeah. you have a, a great day, my yeah, friend. Yeah, man. I hope you so. laughed. Hey, you know what? Yeah, exactly. If, it's, if you laughed during this episode, then we did a we did our we did our job, man. So we did a jab. That's all we care about, really, is getting laughs. So, so to reiterate, <laughs> top three for me, my top three favorite Batman villains of all time. Number three, what did I say? <laughs> number three is Scarecrow. Number two is Bane. Number one is the Joker. And then for you, it was uh, Scarecrow, the Joker, and then the Batman that laughs. <laughs> The Batman who laughs. Yeah. Wow, we're gonna talk. We'll be talking about this for a long time, bro. I'll, I'll be bringing this up for a long time to come. So there, there you go. I stayed he, just lurked. Heck yeah. Awesome. Good to hear that, dude. Oh man. Oh, that's great. Um, Grab says PTSD is Batman's biggest villain. <laughs> yeah, very true. Memory of his parents dying. So. <sighs> I agree. I don't know if the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson will give justice to the villains in it. Speaking of that. Did you know, bro, you heard right that Batman got delayed again because mm. Warner Brothers didn't agree with some of the content in there. Uh, I guess some of the the mental issues that Bruce is having, they thought they felt like it was a little bit too like cringy to come so on. So I'm like, dude, come on, man. This is they they keep delaying it and I'm I'm just keep thinking like, did they watch it and they're like, This movie sucks. Like, I mean me- to... mental health is a real thing. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, know. why why can't they like I, yeah, I, I'm just so tired. I, I wish I could go back like twenty years. I wish we could just say, get over it. Get over it. Build a bridge. <laughs> That's what we should do. I'll oh, sing, build a good. bridge. This is good. And right you sing. Well, build a, build a bridge, then what? I'll say, build a bridge, and you say, get over <laughs> it. Build a bridge. Ash says, right. Tom King is Batman's greatest villain. Yeah. 
Oh, dude. Well, if we're going with that, then freaking uh, what's his face? Uh, um, Justice League writer, man. Oh, ba- Bendis. Bendis. He's oh, freaking... dude. Real quick. I know we're going to get this thing at an hour, less than an hour and a half, which is better than we've done ever, bro. <laughs> we're breaking records tonight. Bro, did you see the did you see the advertisement for the new comic that's coming out? I was no. like, I, I flipped the page in the comic and I was like, oh, this looks cool. You know, it has like it's like a mixture of characters. And then like I kept reading and I went down, like went down on the page and I'm like, and then I see a writer, Brian Michael Bendis. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my God. man. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me, dude. Oh, I gotta suck. I, talk about, it's just time for that dude to retire, man. I, I, <laughs> oh, right here. Checkmate number one, dude. Checkmate. Uh, Did you see that? I, I totally ignored it, bro. I, I want another, like, I didn't, I didn't like the, all the other stuff they did with the. I don't know. I just so look, I, I flip the page of the comic and I see the characters, right? I see you you got Green Arrow, you got the question, you got Lois, you got Steve Trevor, Manhunter, and Bones, and I'm like, ooh, cool dude, cool cast of characters, checkmate number one. I look up in the right hand corner, written by Brian Michael Bendis, and I was like, Oh god. Great. Uh so there you go, man. Well, we're gonna need total paper in the apocalypse, so just hang on to it. No doubt. No doubt. Whenever yeah. we have our, you know, we're going to have a show where we go over the books that we're going to take to a deserted island with us, like the three books that we would take to a deserted island. We're also going to have to do a show with the three books we'd take for toilet paper. Yeah. Something like that, man. Because, uh, you know. I think we've come to the conclusion, bro, that we'll never be able to have Bendis on the show. <laughs> I know, dude. I don't. Yeah. I think I that ship has sailed. That ship may have sailed already. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> Sad. I mean, if you before he moved to DC, I was actually a fan. That's just, that's the sad part, you know. Yeah. But now that he's with DC, just everything he's doing, it I'm just like, please don't ruin any more characters. Like, like I literally get sad, bro. Like when I see him writing a book, I get, I genuinely, yeah. my heart gets sad. Like I look at it and I'm like, dude, please, please don't ruin a character, man. Like I don't want to see you hurt, you know, these characters. Yeah. Especially like I love Green Arrow. I'm like, please don't ruin him. So anyway, there you guys have it. A little mini discussion for y'all. Family matters. We will have more polls out for you guys. The Lost in Comics family um, always matters. Your opinion. We love it, guys. Uh, We get to um, we get to to see what you guys think about all these things. And we'll keep Uh, doing that segment as we continue to go on. Ash, did they? Did they even finish this last Leviathan? Did they I don't even, even know, man. I hated that. They were supposed to have a spin off. Uh, you know, there was the main one, and then they were going to do another one. I don't think it Ugh. ever happened, and hopefully it never does. I hope it never does, man. Uh, but there you go, guys. Go. Nice. And we have come to the bottom of the stack. Of course, these are the comics that we are looking forward to the most yeah. next new comic book day. Very excited. There we go. Look, we need a lost in the past back. I agree, Adam. We need lost in the past back. We're gonna we'll, we'll come. We're gonna have to do a lost in the past here real soon, Adam. With, with the chat, with the chat, you know how like we were talking about a name. I know you said family matters, right? But like, mm-hmm. you know, how, like the Spurs have like the the baseline bums and like other sports places have like mm-hmm. a section for their for like their fault their supporters or fans. Yeah, we got to come up with a good name for instead of saying the chat, the lost in comics chat. We got to say like well, their family. I don't know. I don't know if that. We gotta put like there. dysfunction in there or something like the LNC dysfunctional family or something. Something that really speaks to like the heart of who we are. <laughs> of who they are, right? Yeah, well we're part of them. I mean they're they're part of us, we're part of them. We know we're 
lost where we shared dna with them we shared dna yeah adam uh i think we we worn out that lost in part lost in chat chris, I, chris hates when i say anything with lost in. when i say how about lost in this and he's like shut up <laughs> all right that's my my farm <laughs> you can blame yourself again bro if you keep going here i know yeah you're right i'm you're just right. kidding i'm yeah. just kidding uh comic books we're looking forward to the most next new comic book day and i just have a feeling I have a feeling next new comic book day is going to be a stronger one than this week. So let's start it off. Ash on comics, the chat equals the lost or the lost ones. Oh, we've got the lost boys. Oh yeah. I like and that. then we could have the lost ones. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> I do like that. I like that, Ash. That's good stuff right there. Copyright. All right. Go. Shall I go first? Yeah, go for it. Books that I'm looking forward to reading next week. Very excited about the second issue of Time Before Time. This was a fire, fire of an issue. The first one, we're dealing with time travel here. I love that first issue. Coming back with an issue number two, we're going to see how this, how this series uh, kind of starts to play out. Next up, The Silver Coin, issue number three. This has been one of my favorite horror comics, and there's so many good horror comics right now, but this one right here, an anthology series, with different writers on each issue. Yeah. And this one is going to be uh, with Ed Brisson. And again, Ooh. Michael Walsh on the art. Love, love, love this Man. book. Rom V is going to be doing an issue soon too. Man. So Bro. I'm, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, Matthew Rosenberg is going to be on one. So uh, we'll yes. see how that one goes. Um, all right. Uh, next up, Catwoman 13. Speaking of Rom V, got that awesome little cover there. Catwoman, one of the best DC comics right now. I mean, you consistent, dude. One of the most consistent, well-written yep. comics, Catwoman. Uh, next up, Berserker number three. Always love when this book comes out. Yeah. Finally getting that third issue, Berserker three. And last, not least, Nightwing issue number 81. Tom Taylor Goodness with an awesome little cover there. We're going to find out more about the guy stealing hearts. So very, very excited. I think we're going to have a great new comic book day next week. Awesome. What do you got for us? My books, my covers to look out for next week. I couldn't find five covers again, guys. I don't want to lie to you and just pick covers just because. So I got three for you and then two reads. But first up, my cover of the week next week, I think, is going to be that Berserker number Ooh, three. Yeah. This is a one in 250. <laughs> wow. It's probably going to be super expensive. But yeah. I like that a lot. I like that. I like the way the eyes are uh, glowing. Then next up, we got the Silver Coin issue three by Ben Harvey. Uh, a silver coin there in her mouth. Oh, that's nice, dude. Crazy. I like the colors. Uh, yeah. Purple makes it look really good. Then next up, we got the uh, Venom 200, uh, the Jock hmm. variant. Uh, that was one of the covers I liked a lot. That uh, They have a ton. I mean, I probably say like at least 30 covers coming out. Ridiculous. That's the final, uh, final Kate's issue, right? I yeah, think. this is the final. Yeah. 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 If you... Uh, if you all go back to the <laughs> the speculation books, uh, mentioning that as well. So um, he always does a good conclusion issue. So I, he he hits he really can hit some emotions. So that should be yeah. a good should be a good issue. And he's had a nice run. Be. Yeah. And then uh, my read, I'm looking forward to reading Stillwater Eight next yeah. week. And uh, I love Nottingham issue four yeah. coming out next week as well. So. Some great, great books coming out next week. I mean, your reads are all the same ones that I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, I'm not on that time book, but everything else, you know, I'm looking forward to as well. So should be a great, fun new comic book day next week. Heck yeah, dude. And that's it. 
So if you guys are watching and you haven't liked the video, please do us a favor real quick. Hit the thumbs up, uh, especially people who have come in late, like random one messing around over here. I bet you haven't even hit the like button. Uh, I bet Adam Janice, I bet you haven't even hit the like button, dude. So make sure you hit the like button. That helps us out a lot. Sub to the channel if you're watching and you haven't. And you're like, what do these guys do? Is this what is this stuff? What what are they talking about? Give us a, give us a yeah, chance, so man. If you love comics, you love getting lost in them, give us a sub and then turn on the notifications so you don't miss out because we got plenty, plenty of content yeah. dropping rapidly here at Lost in Comics, guys. And, you know, I know it might be hard for you guys to keep up with it, um, but at the end of the day, it's for everybody, right? It's, it's If you guys want to watch it, it's for people that we're trying to get into the Lost in Comics family. But uh, we have the top three new comics that will be released tomorrow, my top three picks of the week, and I will be talking about those. And then you always got this thing on Monday, talking about some spec. Spec to collect. Spec <laughs> if you, to collect. If you don't know, you will know on Monday. If you didn't know, now you do know. <laughs> you do. See yeah. you later, Alina. She says she's out. Have a, uh, have a great night. Uh, thanks for checking in with us and staying tuned with us. So, Short reviews. We got all sorts of stuff coming up here. We got freaking... We got soundtracks dropping. If you want to listen to a soundtrack while you're reading horror comics, we got that. So, you know, everything to tickle your comic fancy, we have it all here at Lost in Comics. So make sure you tell for different folks. And you know, <laughs> every now and then, you know, let's be honest, every YouTube channel, they, there's a lot of comic YouTube channels, right? So if you're watching this, we just want you to know how much we appreciate you guys watching, supporting us. Yep. Um, Every now and then, you got to change some stuff up just a little bit, right? So we're trying to keep things fresh. If Stay tuned because in a couple of weeks, we're going to have something big, some breaking news. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a little change up here. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm just telling you, that's all we're going to say right now. Some more news to be announced very, very soon. And we're going to shake things up a little bit, and it's for the best. You guys are going to really enjoy this little change up that we're going to have soon. Yes, Steve. What is going on with Steve? He needs a he needs a virtual. I would say hug. goodbye, but who would notice? <laughs> Steve, Steve, what is going on with you, dude? Put your hand up, Steve. Okay, Steve. You need human contact. Go, dude. We freaking love you, Steve. Don't there. There don't go. get don't get uh, don't get. I know the internet sucks for Steve. I feel bad for him, dude, because he's like two uh, or three minutes behind. So he's typing. He's probably uh, talking about something we were talking about. You know. Like wow. in the last segment, so he's, wow. I think he's just put a Batman villain in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dude, but right. that's what we got for you today, guys. Again, thank you so much, Oscar. Had a great time. I love you, brother. Love you, man. And we'll see you on the other side. And lost ones, <laughs> peace out, lost ones. Hashtag lost ones, familiar ones. We love you guys. Absolutely. Stay lost in comics, guys. Peace. <laughs>